Hi everybody, I am Dana Galanti from the Source LGBT Plus Center. Welcome to Transistor Radio with Kelly and Dana. Hi, and welcome to episode number four of Transistor Radio. This is Kelly Denethorne. Today, in episode number four, Dana and I will be doing three different segments. First off, we will be catching up with each other and discussing a little bit about what has been happening um, in each of our lives. Secondly, we'll be discussing transgender human beings in the news with some interesting information about acting and living with boobs and doctors treating transgender people. We will lastly have our Ask a Transgender Person segment. Today's question will be, what does transgender mean? Where Dana and I will debate each other in what we think that the word transgender means, and we will come to some very definitive conclusions about the word transgender. So I really hope that you enjoy our episode, and thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome to Transistor Radio with Kelly and Dana. Hello. How's everybody? <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Today, the first thing we're going to go ahead and try to do is just catch up for a little bit. And uh, before I went ahead and hit record, we were talking about my lovely earrings. Because we, Dana and I both really have similar taste in earrings. Though I don't know if I really see you often yeah. wear earrings. I, you know, usually by this time of the day, I've probably pulled them out because I wear such big hoops. Do you? Yeah. Okay. 90% of the time I have really big. Yeah. Oh, you got to commit. I have really big earrings in. So Really big hoops. Those are like... They're yes. there. They're out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, but I was talking about how I can't wear my little fashion earrings that often anymore because just brushing up against my neck um, will cause a rash. Yeah. Well, that, um, that's why you got to go to Rite Aid and CVS to the little end caps. This is what you talk about, but I, I can't. Know, no, 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 because you. see, the posts are fine. Like, I, because I replaced the posts. Oh, the whole. The I go ahead and I um, replace the posts uh-huh. by silver ones that I bought on Amazon. But it's the earring yeah. itself, it's the metal itself. I need to get full silver or full gold or see, full platinum. Even, yeah, I can't even wear silver. What? Silver. You can't wear silver? No, silver will make me like break out. Really? Yeah. That's unusual. Uh. Because normally, like most silver, okay, it depends upon what it is, but most silver does not contain a high enough concentration of lead. So it's got to be something else because other things bother. You know, this is really like that's interesting to us in terms of catching up with us. Is it? <laughs> All right, so then what have you been up Other to? Other than my love for Rite Aid earrings. Okay, I didn't actually start this <laughs> but let's start it again. So we're trying to keep this contained within a correct amount of time. So we're actually timing ourselves. But I forgot um, to start it. But Kelly forgot to push start, so. So I should, like, reduce the time, <laughs> so, right? Like, at least a little bit, right? Uh, We've I already mean, been talking for it. matter at this point? Well, there's we, two minutes, so then we're just going to set it, it for there. Okay, start. Okay. So, All right, so what have you been up to lately? Getting ready for Pride. Oh. Yeah, this week has been a little stressful, and it's only Tuesday. You know, some Is there a lot to do for, for getting ready for Pride? Oh, my God. Like, you don't just go out and throw a party? No. It's ridiculous. No. <laughs> let's, let's raise a banner and throw a party. I mean, you could, but right. you probably wouldn't make that much money. How long have you been planning for Pride? Oh, well, since last year, but like hardcore, we've been probably meeting since January or wow. so. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, and I'm in a charge. A lot of hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot. So I'm in charge of merch, so I've been buying all the merchandise, and I just found out yesterday my hats that I was so excited about mm-hmm. are on back order because they screwed up. Oh. Like, completely screwed up the order oh so i'm sorry yeah so i don't think we're gonna have hats but oh well, we got other we got other cool stuff 
Okay. So, so a lot of time and it's coming down to the wire here. Yeah, you just have a few more days. It's Saturday. So yeah. yeah. So Friday we'll go out and get everything set up and stage it. And then Saturday we're going to have a big party. And how many people do you think are, do you expect to show up? Hoping about 4,500 people. We had about, I think, 3,500 last year. Wow. So, and we hope to just keep keep increasing that. So how long has by sale you been having a pride festival? This is our third year. Okay. third annual actually the first year that we opened we were just going to have like a little barbecue out at the park for like a little pride celebration and we had within like two weeks we had some 600 rsvps or something wow and we were expecting literally like 50 people mm-hmm. we'd been open right. for just a couple months and oh wow so we put it on hold that year then we came back the next year and held it out at the lumber yard we had about i want to say about 1,500 people, maybe. Okay. And then the second year, you know, 2,500. Like, we just keep increasing it. So I'm totally guessing on those numbers, but something like that. Right. So hoping this year it's even bigger. And next year the lumber yard won't be there, so we'll have to have it someplace else. But Oh. Um, and then we have after parties at Republic. So And the kids are having an after party somewhere. Mm. Not sure. Okay. Yeah. Are you coming? Cool. Yes. Definitely okay. going ahead and coming. Okay. Good. I've been debating working at the trans booth. Yeah. I'm just going to be with Brenna this evening. Okay. Um, to go ahead and see what the schedule looks like. And yeah. such. I spoke to my wife about it. She's like, Oh yeah, I'm definitely willing to go ahead and work cool. there. But it sounded like maybe some of the younger crew might be uh, like in line to kind of okay. man that table yeah. or person help, that table. You can help me in the merch booth. Could I? Yeah. What do you need help for in the in the merch? You know, selling. Oh, selling, selling merchandise. Selling merchandise. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm. I'm just. Uh, okay. It's, it's we, a, we can discuss. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I'm gonna write you down right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always a a little. You never know who you're gonna get really. So I like to kind of handpick my people oh. because you know you, you're dealing with money and yeah. That's um, that's, that's a concern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And selling and love your lashes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> I, I got them done like two, three weeks ago. Oh, I'm so bad when I get mine done. I lose almost all of mine over like really? a two to three week period. Like I don't have a pro to do in there. Though. Oh, you do them yourself? No, I have a friend oh. who's like, she like wants to be pro. Oh, okay. You know, and so she does like her own and then she does mm. like as many people as mm. you know she can. Maybe. And she does an excellent job. Yeah. I mean, they're, they, they look fabulous. But they don't like. I'm just rough. Yeah. I'm just really, I really I mean, like a lot of shadow, mm, you know, and really heavy yeah. kind of stuff. And a lot of my shadow stuff is kind of creamy. Oh, And okay. so, yeah. you know, extensions don't like that sort of yeah. stuff. You know, when I first started getting, I just started getting him like a couple months ago. Did you? And, because that's really like the main thing I wear is mascara. Yeah, sure. Like the time it saves me. It saves oh, me I like five yeah. whole minutes. Yeah, you know? it's great. It's amazing. <laughs> It's yeah. so fantastic. Uh-huh. Oh, she told me when I first started getting, I'm like, don't put eye cream on, you know, all the way up. It'll soak in, you know, just keep them away from yeah. your lashes. Right. And I'm like, it's almost like going to bed without brushing your teeth. Oh. Like, I have to do it. So <laughs> at first I was really careful and then I'm like, oh, whatever. Are you? Okay, yeah. cool. So I'm not easy on them. Oh. But I, I don't wear shadow either. So on the rare occasion, Maybe. I'm feeling fancy, but. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not often. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fancy human, yeah, huh? No. So, what have you been doing? Well, I've been having my heart checked out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am wanting yeah. to go ahead and have surgery this coming June. Yeah. Do you want to explain that? Oh, sure. I'm having, I okay. want to go ahead and have an orchiectomy. Awesome. And people, when I go ahead and give my little speeches, they're like, orchiectomy? Um, excuse me. What is an orchiectomy? <laughs> it says removal of the testicles. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, which will be fabulous for me because then I'm going ahead and not fighting my body's, um, right. you know, hormones that, that it's going ahead and wanting to produce. All that testosterone production. Yeah, because I'm on spironolactone and spironolactone blocks me from being able to utilize that testosterone, but it doesn't stop my body from producing right. producing the testosterone. If I were to go ahead and go off of spironolactone and estrogen, then my testosterone system would kick right back in. Yep. And so I just really feel that I'm constantly fighting my own body. Yeah. And so I'm not really sure. Um, I mean, people often ask me, they're like, so have you had the surgery? And I'm like, mm -hmm. Well, which one's the surgery? Right. Is that Brazilian butt lift? You know, so a lot of trans <laughs> girls get that, you know. <laughs> and so I don't know if I will ever go ahead and have any other procedures done to me. But this is one that I've been wanting for um, probably at least a year yeah. um, now. And I've been trying to go ahead and plan since, actively plan since last September. And yeah. it's kind of frustrating as a trans person because you know, what I'm finding out is that, like, if you and I want the same exact surgery, then mm -hmm. you can go get it if you have a surgeon that's willing to give it to you. But as right. a trans person, I need to go ahead and, and have a checklist of items, you know, right. marked off. All your therapy and your recommendations. Yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah so I think that it's... Shit. Yeah, they needed, they needed a letter from my therapist and from my doctor. And then several surgeons were saying that they wanted one from um, Oops, sorry. a psychiatrist <laughs> also, which I don't need. Right. But then I also needed one from a cardiac specialist. Because you had a possible heart issue, possibly. I had an EKG that was deemed to be borderline. Right. Yeah, so they said, you have to have cardiac clearance. So then I went to a cardiac specialist who went ahead and checked me out. And then when they found out that my bio father, my biological father, had a heart attack in his 40s. Oh. And they said, oh, well, you have a slightly abnormal EKG. Everything sounds great to us and everything seems normal. Yeah. But let's just do the works. Let's right. just check it all out just to make sure. And so I had an echocardiogram done. Then I went in for, what they call it, an echo stress Mm -hmm. So then I had an echocardiogram of my heart at rest. Then they tried to get my heart rate up to 85% of what the, is predicted maximum mm -hmm. would go ahead and be. And it like took forever. Like I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm on the treadmill, you know, I'm like, well, it's like six minutes on the treadmill. And they're like, um, do you exercise? And I'm like, well, you know, I walk my dog, you know, every morning. We're like at nine, 10 minutes, you know, on there. And I'm like having a conversation the entire time that I'm like walking and, oh and everything. God. And they're like, um, how much do you exercise? <laughs> so yeah, well, that's I do. good though. Yeah, that's... that's great. Yeah, and so then they test they tested everything and they found out that you know, like the, the the cardiac guy said you have an you have excellent heart health. Yeah. I will approve you for any surgery that you good. want. But so apparently, I'm having means... a slightly well. I have a slightly abnormal EKG because apparently I have a mitral valve prolapse, a very slight mitral valve prolapse, which is causing a very slight heart murmur. Yeah. And so that's what's causing it. But in terms of my heart's health, mm -hmm. it's fine. And, and it's good that I had it checked. So I'm curious, like I've, you know, had surgery before and I've never had to have a heart test of any kind. Oh, yeah. Why is there some difference in, in this surgery than say my knee surgery that would affect your heart in some way? Or did you just have to have a full workup because that's what the surgeon required? I think that my surgeon is, is conservative. And I think that most trans surgeons are. They really want to go ahead and make sure that they're covering all their bases because yeah. um, there's lots of fear of problems in the future of trans regret. Mm. But as well, I mean, recently I heard of a, a trans woman who very sadly had full gender confirmation surgery and then probably about a week later um, had a stroke. Oh, wow. um, and then probably within a month she passed away. 
Oh my god! Yeah. From complications from the surgery, it's just in recovery. Just, just, un, just you know, recovery from surgery goes yeah. ahead and increases the chance for stroke. Yeah, and um, it's just one of those things that happens. So I think that some people are, are more cautious, and especially when it's a um, when, it, when it's deemed to be like what is it, a voluntary surgery um, or you know, elective, right. elective surgery. Yeah. So, anyways, so yeah, I have great heart health and I have clearance, and so then apparently Yay. in about two weeks from now. Oh my God, it's coming up so fast. Yeah, it's two weeks and a few days. And, and you're I'll, going I'll to St. Louis or something? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Uh huh. That's right. Philadelphia. Because it's cheaper. Because yeah. I get to pay for it out of pocket. Yeah. So then at least I get to get to go to upstate New York and visit my sister afterwards. Well, that'll be nice. Yeah. So you're gonna recover out there? Oh, see, that's my timer. Uh oh. Uh, so we have to go ahead and move on. We're supposed to stop talking. <laughs> We See, could just keep going. That's what we require, for, folks, for, because we'll just keep talking. We've been okay. in here for, what, an hour already just talking? I think so. And then no. we're finally like, oh, we should probably hit record and probably put this down. Yeah, probably get a, get an episode yeah. thing. All right, exactly. so we were talking about, like, what's in the news. So right. our little segment here, transgender in the news today. What is today? Today is actually um, May 21st. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's one. Trans actors are rewriting the rules of TV casting. Oh, yeah. And I think that this is kind of this idea that um, if you're going to go ahead and have a trans character, mm-hmm. maybe you should have a trans actor right. or actress or right. a trans person. Yeah. And I think, I think, too, it's more, even more than that in that they're saying, hey, if I'm a trans woman, then you should be able to cast me for female parts. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be trans-specific. That's true. So I think they're kind of fighting for that, which is great. Who is that girl? I know her from somewhere. Where's she? Oh, yeah. See, that's what that says. You're exactly right. I'm totally off. And it says, challenging the TV industry to consider trans performers for roles having nothing to do with their gender identity. Oh, you mean like we're actual women? Yeah. Who actually might have a life? Yeah. That beyond just being trans? I have to tell you (laughs) something. So there's this um, trans comedian. I'm going to have to look up their name. I ironically have this connection to them from one of my best friends from like childhood when you know we kind of all first came out with you know I have a trans kid Mm -hmm. um she emailed me and she's like you gotta hook up with my friend Ian who she knew from school pre-transition and then Ian went on to transition and became like a pretty famous comedian oh cool um and Ian Harvey oh I'm here So I kind of hooked up with him and, you know, we chatted for a little bit, nothing big. But then he was on this television show that I used to watch. I think it was called Girlfriends. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is (laughs) he was on this and I had no idea. And I'm just watching it. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Ian. And in the very in like the first two episodes, you don't know that this character is trans. So I posted something like on his Facebook page, like, I'm so stoked to see a trans guy in just a guy role. And then the next episode, it came out that he was trans. So I felt like I kind of put my foot in my mouth a little bit there. You know? Sure. But it was least it was there for a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be part of the story. Right. So nowadays. But it's close. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. And you would never Mm -hmm. know, you know, Mm -hmm. if they just left alone. Mm Mm-hmm. No. Uh what is this? So we're we're reading off a web page here, because we like to plan, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, there are new options in trans underwear, and I'm just very curious as to what that is. That looks ugly. Those underwear are very ugly. That yeah. is really pretty. That's pretty. That yeah, but little, little underwear. Just, yeah. It looks like a, like a cross between men's and women's yeah. underwear. It's like a little... I don't know. 
jock strap thong and bra sets. That doesn't look like a lacy thong and bra set. It looks like a. I don't know. I don't it's even more know. like a jock strap. <laughs> a green jock strap that it matches does. this lacy, crazy cover. Yeah. flimsy there. Right? I mean, we're looking at a traditional female body in, in underwear in it. No. Look at this. So, okay, I'm just going to read this. On a recent Thursday in London, a group of models strutted down the catwalk to Woman's World by Cher, donning matching lacy thong and bra sets, which they tastefully accented with silk silky robes they were all trans women but you know and the line it doesn't necessarily mean that just because it says that they're trans women that doesn't mean that they have all original equipment absolutely not so you don't know what kind of equipment that they have carmen liu lingerie was full of pieces designed with them in mind so what is the but it says this i mean oh and she's a trans you see all these amazing advertisements of lingerie images and lines but none of it is actually for us Mm -hmm. I, i don't know i've kind of personally taken issue with that and that like i'm purchased a lot of items that have been made specifically for a transgender woman. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately what I've seen is like they're like twice the cost and like half the oh, quality. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I and so it's that. like, I don't know. I personally had an issue with this that like, mm-hmm. what do you mean that you need clothing specifically, specifically right. made for? Right. Marketed maybe to like, you want to go ahead and include trans right. women in marketing your right. product. Like I'm really kind of offended with hearing it was, a, it was a really popular lingerie shop that's like no 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 trans women in our, in our models uh, Victoria's oh, Secret Victoria's Secret that's it yeah right. uh huh they said no trans women um, as our it as was our something models. about the runway wasn't it like, I think it was something runway something like, something like that I, I do was like, that. oh okay so, um, so so yeah if you're gonna exclude you, Victoria's yeah, Secret pretty much you yeah. know if you're gonna go ahead and exclude it but I don't know what do you think do you think that that there's a need for underwear for I mean I don't know for trans people. Need special underwear? I don't know. It says, um, according to the 2015 United States Transgender Survey, you ever heard of that? No. <laughs> Me I, either. I, I, was, I wasn't included. <laughs> 12% of transgender women had a vaginoplasty. Yep. So that's not a that's not a huge number there. That means that 80, 88%. 88% do not have a vaginoplasty. 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 Mm-hmm. That means that there's a market for a functional pair of underwear that should assist with the process of tucking the genitals. Oh, okay. You know what? I, I, never, could, I never do it. I could kind of see that. I can't. You never? No. I tried. I purchased a pair of underwear one time that was like specifically intended for to help with tucking. For tucking, yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't work. I can't imagine it's super comfortable. You know what? I've heard of it working really, really well for many, many people. Yeah. I tried it in many different ways. I read instructions and tried different... <laughs> instructions? Uh, yeah, from different locations and different opinions and different whatevers. And it's uh, like... It's not working. God, no. Maybe um, it's but I mean, but the, but see, Okay, so I am, I am discounting because, you know, I have read of some people that will resort to duct tape. Oh, my God. So if you're going to go ahead and resort to duct tape, then maybe you do need a special need pair of underwear. A special pair of underwear. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's just... Uh, maybe it helps. I don't know. I, maybe it could. I don't have any. It does. I, I don't know. I could see, you know what? I could see in terms, actually, I could see special underwear for trans men um, that have not gone ahead and had any yeah. kind of, what is like it? Like a phallo- phalloplasty uh, or whatever? Yeah. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. I think. It's, right. So a packer. Right? Yeah. So like you want something that's going to go ahead and actually. Right. Hold that, because you don't want to be like walking along sometime or whatever, and, and you just kind of pack or falls <laughs> down your leg. Right. You don't want to lose it. You know, around with a dick hanging out of your pants. 
<laughs> your shoe. It's the same thing with, with trans women though wearing um, breast forms. You know, because yeah. there are bras that are designed specifically to like hold right. it, kind of like a pocket sort yeah, of. Yeah, like a little cutlets in there. Yeah, maybe. So I could, I don't know, maybe. I mean, it would be cool if you could go into Victoria's Secret and find a bra that like was designed for use right. with um, fake breasts, you know, as opposed to, don't. I've never found it. I've never seen it. Huh. I've never seen them in standard yeah. stores. Maybe I just haven't asked, don't they you know? have those, uh, well, they have like the bras that are super packed, you know, that, um, like I have two cup sizes? Yeah. Yeah. Like you could oh, yeah. I got a, a, and yeah. you could, oh, sure, I've got some. Yeah. Several. Jack it up to a C. <laughs> sure. But that's just a standard bra. Right. And if you, if there's nothing there, then that's not going to help a whole lot. I have some pretty amazing photos on my blog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, People are like, I, I met with somebody recently and she's like, well, of course you've had your, your boobs done. Yeah. And I was like, no. No, I've never had my boobs done. And she's like, that photo on your blog. And I was like, ah. Good bra. Magic that, wonder bras. <laughs> yeah, it was a really, really good bra. <laughs> and being a math teacher. <laughs> People are like, what? Well, because a math teacher is a problem solver. And so there was a problem that, that was presented. Yeah. How do I go ahead and have really nice looking breasts, but oh. I have no breasts? So... You so are then through apparently a problem solver. Yeah. So through experimentation, yeah, I gotcha. then I figured out how to have really nice cleavage. And actually, it was better prior to me starting hormones. Really? Yeah. It was. <laughs> I swear I turned this off. Why is? That? I don't know because people like the big mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was better. I think because pect- pectoralis muscles sit on the chest differently than than transgender women women's breasts do. So transgender women's breasts. Transgender women okay. typically have a wider set chest. All right, that makes sense. And so when you have a wider set chest and you have smaller breasts, Mm -hmm. then they tend to be more on the side. Right. Because they're not more of the cleavage squishing together. Yes. They're farther. Yeah. And they're typically smaller um, as well. That makes Um, sense. And so, yeah, so my chest is different than it was, but prior to actually having a real breast, then I could move the muscle right. oh. better together but as well okay. i mean i've been on hormones now for or female hormones so just about two years and the thing that i've gone ahead and um, discovered during this time is the immense amount of sympathy that i have for anybody that has breasts <laughs> because the fuckers their heart is oh my yep. god and they're always in the way oh it just hurts so bad the, the pain yeah of it because it's like i've had like i'll be laying in bed i was laying in bed the other night and i was like i woke up because you know i'm in pain my breasts are in and pain and so i like rolled over and i'm like oh it's okay it's okay and i like i, I sleep kind of with a with a pillow kind of like a body pillow Me too. you know but then i kind of br- i brought it to me and i was like oh because uh, i totally hit my boob and it was uh, like the pillow is hurting my oh my god <laughs> yeah, you know what so. i do with the pillow sometimes it's oh right because yeah i tuck it in the yeah, middle well, you've got a lot because to go and, and well to deal you know with it and it's like sore yeah and i get the the the, lines. the old lady yeah yeah uh-huh, Dakota sure. Taj oh, lines. Yeah. And I'm always like, how do I keep issue. these apart? <laughs> yeah. And but I lay on my side, so they just squish right? together. Yep. So there's yeah. so sometimes I stuck a pillow in there. Yeah. It lasts for probably two minutes, but yeah, my wife tries to do the same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very very uh, interesting how yeah. how you have to live with. It's with like, boobs. Yeah, it's like something you got to work around. Yeah, it's, it, it it's really like, it really is. Oh, hooray. 
Uh huh. And like taking your bra off at night. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I understand. It's so it's so much different now because my wife laughs at me because I mean prior to going ahead and transitioning, like I would come home from work and put on a bra. Right. You know. <laughs> and your wife's taking it off. Yeah. She's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm right. Like, well, you know. But now I kind of finally, you know, I understand a bit more. Right. I do like it to go ahead. It was kind of like a novelty at first. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. But I do like to get still right now because it, it's protection. Yeah. Because they're so damn sore. Yeah, right. My goodness. And I'm like, they should be a lot bigger for, right. for, for all the pain. Yeah, for how sore they are. They should be kind of like ratio. Oh, my God. Yeah, I wish. Pain to size. Right. Pain yeah. to size. All right, so what do you look at? All right, so um, I just caught this headline, I and I wanted... Is it a Trump thing? Yeah. Jeez. I know. Oh, can doctors refuse to treat a patient? Right. So the Trump administration says that doctors can refuse to treat a patient if treatment would violate their religious views. First off, fuck that. <laughs> Bullshit. What is that about their religious views? They're doctors. <laughs> They're, well, apparently, well, you know, you're, you can be a selective doctor. That is. What if they're a Christian scientist doctor and they don't believe in blood transfusions? Does that mean they don't have to give people transfusions? I don't know. I, 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 I don't I don't understand. I mean, I kind of think that, like, I thought the idea about, with doctors is you become a doctor because you want to go ahead and help humans. Exactly. But I learned recently that, that it was something like 75% of doctors out there. Have a God um, complex? Well, they don't. They don't treat trans patients, not because of of ignorance, but because they are actually against transgender people. They really? they do not support transgender people, so that's why they don't treat them. Oh wow! Well, and and I believe that the other side of that though is that there there's no training on how to treat. You know, when you go through medical school, there's not a class on trans medicine or anything. So I've talked to doctors around here who are like, well, where do I go to learn about this stuff? Yeah. Well, you got to go take a class. Oh, well, forget it. <laughs> right? It's too much work. It's too much work. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Kelly. Yeah, that means to, we're yeah. done with news. So, yeah, I want to just say this, though. Okay. It says that <laughs> um, they can refuse to deliver or fund services like abortion, assisted suicide, or procedures for transgender patients. But those three are not anywhere close to being the same things. No, they're not. Abortion, assisted suicide, <laughs> kill a baby, so did, kill yourself, you, right. or, or take hormones. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Well, because you're killing yourself. Right. To go ahead and do this, oh right? Oh, my God. That's such bullshit. Yeah. So we have to switch. All right. Because so, we can keep going on for the news, especially since you clicked on a Trumpish. Right. <laughs> I could get us into trouble. <laughs> Good Lord. All right, so what? So, is there our one question that we right, so, said? Yeah, so we had a kind of a basic question, and I think is a good one to start off our fully formed episodes with. Sure. Since we're starting episode okay. four. Right. Since um, we're trying it. <laughs> yeah. What does it, what does transgender mean? Ooh. Ooh, that's a big loaded word. Right? Mm-hmm. That's it a is. big answer. It is. Or what it could be a very basic answer. And, uh, well, in some ways, right. I mean, at times I go ahead and say, you know, cause in my presentations, you know, in terms of how do I define transgender? And I say, mm-hmm. gender variance. Very easy way of putting it. It is, but it's just... But then uh, they're like, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, and, and in many ways, and unfortunately, that's my definition. Right. You know, that's not like the standard right, right. definition. It's not like everybody goes ahead and, and agrees with that because yeah. people go ahead and say, okay, well, you know, somebody who is transsexual, sure, transgender, I can see that. You know, cross-dressers, sometimes they're like mm, a little bit iffy. Yeah. You know, tomboy. What about a tomboy? Is tomboy transgender? I would say no. Right? Yeah. 
But see, that's somebody that's going ahead and eschewing applying, the standard right. gender norms. And if you're applying a gender variance, that definition to it, then it might... Right, well, because a gender variance has to go ahead and say, then, well, it, it assumes a gender norm. You so there is a gender norm for what it is to be woman, uh-huh. to be to be male. Yeah. And those are the two standards that we go ahead and have in our society. Yeah. And regardless. It's based on your culture too. Like it, it could is. be totally different in another country. It, it can is be totally different. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's what our culture has assigned to it. Right. So in my presentation, there's a basic standard definition for transgender. I forget what the basic standard definition is um, at the moment. That's why I was like poking around on my computer saying, do I have my phone? Was that the page that you had up? No, I have it somewhere, but I'm just trying to go ahead and well, I see what is. Do you like, have a definition? I, Do you know a definition? I mean, for I have my definition. Okay, what's your definition? So my, and again, like you said, when you're giving presentations, so, you know, nine times out of 10, we're speaking to people who have no knowledge of what transgender means or anything mm-hmm. like that. And they're not always aware of the difference between gender and sex and, you know, all mm-hmm. these things. So you kind of have to go backwards a little bit and explain that, that sex and gender are not the same thing and craft <clears throat> your whole answer from there. But usually I say that being trans gender is a medical condition it is not like the lg and the b right all refer to your sexuality the t refers to your gender and being born with a condition that you seek uh, medical intervention to fix like if someone was born with diabetes, they would go and get insulin shots. So I just try to make it very basic, like, and you know, you can. There's. It's interesting because um, brain tests all. Of yeah, I like your definition, and your definition is totally valid. I think that it's it's more narrow than my definition. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of transgender. You kind of apply a trans umbrella. Right? I do. Yeah. Um, I, and then, but then I'm perfectly willing that underneath that trans umbrella to go mm-hmm. ahead and sit there and and say that there are these distinct identities right. underneath that umbrella that I will tend to group together um, right. under the trans umbrella you know because like I feel I hear your definition and I'm think and to me that leans more towards my definition of like transsexual hmm. but in many What's ways your... transsexual is like a like a word that most people don't like yeah you know it's like a that's a bad that's word. not a word I would say because I have heard too many people be offended by it. right so yeah you can't never... say that you're transsexual no, would... so no. what's your definition of transsexual versus transgender for me transsexual would be more along the lines of somebody who is having some sort of medical intervention like changing your hormones okay uh-huh. okay so you're saying that transgender people can be transsexual but they're not always if yes. they have medical intervention yeah so if they have medical intervention then they're classified as transsexual in my mind okay. you know more so yeah. that's okay. kind of how i saw my own kind of identities yeah. kind of shifting and changing right like once i kind of saw myself clearly is changing my hormones and, uh-huh. and such and I was like there's something that's different that's going on yeah. you know here but it's like would I consider somebody who's non-binary to go ahead and to be transgender I would personally yeah, I would yeah yeah just because there is something that is different about their gender and they're doing they're playing right. with the gender norms there's yeah. something about their gender I agree because with that. for me it's like I look at it as as an, it's a numbers game yeah what do I want exactly I we want more people military stuff yeah right? I want more yeah. people on our side so let's apply the trans umbrella and gather everyone yes because there's yeah because we're at zero last i heard was 0.6 yeah percent of the population so what 99.4 percent not trans 
So then Which what we should do so with that 0.6% is, is to divide ourselves up further. Right. And, and say, no, no, this person is not transgender because yeah. they're just a cross-dresser. Right. You know? So and it's like... I, I, to me, I met yeah. many cross-dressers that don't identify as transgender, but it's like, does the general public see anything different? You know, between yeah. me and my friend who calls himself right. a cross-dresser? Yeah. I don't, I don't think the general public sees anything different. So that's a, um, I'm wondering if, not to out how old you are, but you can out I'm how old wondering, I am. Since we're the same I'm, age. I'm 47 years old. I'm 46. So yeah, um, I like how you said that too. We're the same age. <laughs> However, ish. However, <laughs> I'm 46. <laughs> I'm not yeah. for long. But okay. um, how long do you have? So, what? December 31st is my birthday. So I'll be 48 by that time. Okay, so yeah. forget it. But aren't you like just a month before me or something? October. October. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was close. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what I'm wondering is if it's a like a vernacular of your age and your I don't know what to call it, not circle of growing up that makes no sense, but like the culture when you grew the, up, yeah, you know, the, you know, like being a millennial versus a baby boomer versus mm-hmm, Generation sure. X, yeah. whatever. Well, when I grew up in the '80s, I knew two words about trans people. It was it was transvestite or transsexual, right? Exactly. And transvestite was somebody who dressed as a woman, but a right. transsexual was somebody who. Yeah. Yeah. Became a woman. So I, I think that it's it's an age... Like, the kids now have defined things so um, specifically. And I remember that when we first kind of started here at uh, the Source LGBT Plus Center, um, <laughs> there was some kind of back and forth about, you know, and me being a cis woman, I always try and defer to everyone else. Okay. Not everyone else, but trans people. Else. Yeah. So there was some, okay, who do we include in this transgender term? And does it include cross-dressers? And does it include this? And mm-hmm. a lot of people were adamant that it not include those. They're very, um, you know, that's just a lifestyle choice. That's sure. not a anything that requires medical intervention. Right. So wrapping up kind of what you were talking about in that, you want to let's define all these people mm-hmm. and stop separating things and stop uber defining things mm-hmm. and splitting all of these sub 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 headings mm-hmm. and make it all one so that you have the numbers. I think it's, I think it's voices. good and and as well in that at one point I called myself a crossdresser. Yeah, you know, so right. to, I can't look I can't look at my own history yeah. and then look back and go ahead and say you know what we should tell crossdressers right no. you're not. Us. You are not part of. No, you're not yeah. us because you know what? Because your identity is not valid. Because see, you didn't grow up your entire life and just know right. that you were in the wrong body. I mean, this sort of mentality delayed my transition probably five, yeah. by probably about five to ten years. Yeah, um, at least just because I read people's opinions yeah. like that and I believed them and right. and I said, oh, right. I'm not that. that like if if I knew then I would know. Right. And since I don't know, and many people, I was reading this just recently, and I was writing to somebody about this, I goes ahead and said, you know what, if you're not ready to kill yourself, then you're not ready to transition. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a very serious, yep. like, line in the sand. A 
I think it is. And I think that it's a disservice um, to trans people yeah. to go ahead and sit there and say, you know what, transition is so horrible and it's such yeah. an awful event that... It has to be you, your last resort. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you, you better well, be ready about, to kill yourself before you go ahead kids? and transition. You know, we, yeah. I mean, we have some seven-year-olds that I've seen, five-year-olds who, you know, they're not saying they're trans, but mm-hmm. they're definitely expressing the opposite gender. Yeah. So what do you tell them then? Yeah. You can't transition. Right. Are you yeah. ready? I can't, to I, can't, I, can't, yeah, I, can't I can't believe that. Yeah. So when children know, I'm 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 apt to go ahead and to believe yeah. them as opposed to doubt Ditto. them. But as well, if somebody's going ahead and they're 15 years old or 20 years old or 30 years old and they're expressing some sort of gender variance, but they're not saying, yeah. I know that I am this gender that's other than what my body kind right. of seems to support. You know, it, like they don't know that they want to transition. I'm I'm not going to exclude them, right? You know, from from the transgender yeah. category, you know, or group or support, right? That's there, and I'm not going to brand them, you know, as something something else because right. I look at it and go ahead and say there is something that's going on yeah. with their gender, right. you know, in whatever way. Yeah, and we, you know, we have some kids that um, are very dear to both you and I that are gender nonconforming, uh-huh. and it's been interesting for me to watch because I didn't really understand that whole. You know, mm-hmm. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the trans, I got the trans, <laughs> and I got the cis. And it's only been... There's more? Right. And, I, you know, I understood it, but I didn't really get that they had this whole experience behind mm-hmm. it, you know? But really, um, sitting in groups for the last two and a half, three years, and hearing these kids struggle yeah. because they don't fit in with cis kids, and they don't feel like they fit in with trans kids either. And so that's one thing I've wanted to do with our groups is really make sure that those kids know this is just as much your group as it is anybody else's. And you're welcome here and you're loved and, you know. So I think that, so I think that you're defining so I'm going transgender yeah. as as a more of an umbrella term. <sighs> yeah, that's um cuz this is really a transgender hard. support group. Right. It is. Yeah. So, I don't maybe we need a new term. <laughs> <laughs> Let's add some more. Cool human being support group. Right. That's what <laughs> Oh, that's, like, our, that's our timer. So I guess that's what transgender means, is cool human being. We got it. We got it, Jeff. <laughs> we solved all the problems in transgender um, definitions. Um, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And we kept our segments to 14 minutes? Why'd you give us 14? Well, because we overtalk. Uh, <laughs> we overtalk every time. Okay. We have a yeah, so I, I know. Yeah. Um, okay, but yeah, this so we has been good overall, right? It has been good. It's so. been our first. This has been what our fourth episode. Of- our fourth episode, yet our first like sculpted episode. Yeah, it is. Where it's- we're like paying attention to the time right. and having topics instead of you and I rambling, laying in my living room, <laughs> talking for two hours. <laughs> um, okay, but we're supposed to mention at this point who we have the support of or who we're supporting. So. Yes. And you know so, the website better than I do. So, yeah. And thank you guys for tuning in again with us for our fourth episode. Uh, we hope you come back for the fifth, where, where we'll talk about, who knows, other stuff. But and it'll be fun and exciting. It will be. It's, it's us. Right. <laughs> we'll enjoy it anyway. But if you like if you like what you hear and you want to support us and the LGBT plus population of the Central Valley and a bond. A bond? A bond. <laughs> oh, no. Form a bond with us and help know. donate Just, to uh, uh, Edit that part out, please. Sure. Um, go to the source lgbt.org slash donate. And please spread the word. 
Yep. That would be awesome. This is Transistor Radio with Kelly and Dana signing out. Oh, thanks so much for joining. (laughs) 